With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, we're here now. We're only one sleep away. Hopefully, we'll get an update from Gary Seed on the weather there at the Bay Oval in Tauranga and uh, see what's happening, what cause sort of wicket. A disruptive build-up for the Black Caps ahead of the feature series of our summer has cricket fans all worked up around New Zealand while the devastating cyclone battering the country created travel headaches for the squad. Gutting news yesterday revealed big fast bowler Kyle Jamieson has re-aggravated a stress fracture in his back and sees him miss the series altogether with Matt Henry. Staying in Christchurch away in the birth of his first child, it leaves the bowling unit short of experience with Scott Cougar's line and Jacob Duffy called in as cover. Gary Stead is head coach of the Black Caps and has been good enough to join us one day out from the summer feature. How you going, Gary? Yeah, good morning, guys. I'm pretty good, pretty good. What's the weather like at the Mount, mate? Have you managed to get a glimpse of the pitch just yet? She was a green. The rain did stop yesterday afternoon, and it is stunning sunlight here this morning. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure it's quite as green as what you might have expected. Hey, Gary. Obviously, a huge blow for the side with Matt Henry out of the first test and Cole Jameson out of the series but you brought in Jacob Duffy and Scott uh, Kujulang who have both played at the top level but only in limited over cricket mate how are you doing after arriving with that squad yesterday? Um, yeah I mean Oh we're having a few difficulties there probably hearing uh, Gary Stitchy's a little bit breaking up there in, in the mount so which is fair which is fair knowing the, the weather conditions that has taken place around the country. So hopefully we can get a better connection for you and we can get Gary on a nice wee uh, connection shortly. But a great question there. You want to understand, you, you know, you've got Cole Jamison out, Kempe, and you've brought in two young players, Jacob and Scott, who have played at top level, but limited overs, limited overs. So do, total different format. So we'd love to get a bit more of an understanding of how they're going and how they're pulling up and their approach, the messaging that has been put to those players, knowing that the quality that is missing for the Black Caps at the moment. So, Gary, are you there? You got me, guys? Yeah, yep. Sorry about that. And you can understand the cyclone has affected all the phone lines around the country, so you just break it up a bit. But we're talking about uh, Jacob and young Scott coming into the squad, only playing limited cricket over. So how, how are they doing arriving into the squad yesterday? Yeah, yeah, no, they're good. They arrived late last night, so we'll, we'll train this morning. It's been it's been about as disruptive as you could imagine, with um, players coming from everywhere and being ruled out at the last minute. So it's certainly a challenge. But um, look, I mean, that sometimes can bind you and, and and make you better as well. So we're looking forward to what's ahead. So when when you think of the Kyle Jamieson situation, we had a caller earlier on in the show, and hindsight's a beautiful thing, you know. You, you hopefully you could have done anything different. Was playing him in those two day match against uh, the English side probably the right one when when you think about it? Uh, we, we've worked, I guess, on that build up for about the last 
well, eight months since his injury, but then more, I guess, the last couple of months. And we felt it was the right build-up um, in terms of his preparation. But, look, I mean, you, we, we will review those things again and, and, and um, well, soon and, and say, was it the right way? We, we still sort of maintain, and, and I think Kyle appreciates this as well, it, it's actually better it happens in a warm-up game than finding out the first day of a test match and, and then you lose a bowler. So there's sort of uh, positives and negatives every way, but we're all gutted for Kyle. It's, it's been a big blow for him because he's worked so hard on his, on his fitness and his bowling to get back to where he was. Do we have an understanding of how long the stint would be on the sidelines? Like I've you know, been out there, I've had a wee haggle out in the, on the cricket field, and, and the back is a very serious injury, knowing that the force that you, as a fast bowler, put through your body, and particularly your back. Yeah, um, so Kyle's uh, catching up a certain later in the week, and, and I think once they've decided which way to go, whether it's going to be surgery or not, I, I think what I understand is surgery will speed up the process and make it may potentially make it a lot quicker. So he could be back bowling with sort of four to five months um, is, is, I guess, best-case scenario for us. Hey, Gary, like everyone's been asking the question, and I guess we've got to ask you this question as well, just to be clear. How close did you come to approaching Trent Bolt to be involved? Uh, look, we've had conversations with Trent the last couple of weeks just around where he's at and, and also our stance on it as well. Um, at the end of the day, Trent turned down the, the national contract about six months or so ago now and, and has chosen to play in some of the other leagues. And our stance has always been that's that's fine and then we, we appreciate what he's done, but we also need to take priority and keep looking forward with our team as well. So... In this instance, we've we've uh, we've gone that way, but we certainly have um, considered it strongly as well. Just just quickly before we move on to the game, because we're all excited to see this test match. It's one of the must watches of, of the summer of cricket. The stance that you're talking about, I think New Zealand rugby are going through a situ- similar situation when players are playing offshore and coming back in, into the fold. Do you feel like the the stance that that you, you're standing at at the moment? could potentially change in the future, knowing that the quality that we have with Trent Bolt, or are you just trying to stay firm of on the mana behind the jersey and then people playing in New Zealand, they deserve the opportunity? Yeah, yeah it's a great question. And, and I think um, cricket is a little bit different at the moment because all these T20 leagues uh, are popping up all around the world. And I think you've seen the emergence of another sort of three or four in, in the last 12 months. So... To be honest, I don't know what it's going to look like in, in the future. I, I think we have to, um, as a small country like New Zealand, I think we do have to be ad- adaptable and flexible to, to the changing world. And hopefully for us, we can find a system that allows players to um, still move offshore, but also, I guess, still play the, the key matches for New Zealand. And I think both players and, and management here are still trying to work out what that looks like. Yeah, well, that's really good to hear, uh, Gary. That that uh, probably the future. I think I think you're not the only sport. I think a lot of sports are looking at what that future looks like as far as the black jersey goes. What what about coming up coming up with against the English? That's obviously on everyone's lips at the moment. Baz bringing his team down here. Um, you know, I, I I like a team that's got their backs against the wall. Do you feel a little bit like that at the moment? Are you excited about the challenge ahead? Yeah, I mean, every test match is a, an air of anticipation and excitement around, and it, it's no different here. I think 
Um, England, arguably the form team in world cricket at the moment, and, and, and Test matches winning nine out of the last ten um, has been an extraordinary, I think, turnaround from from how they have been going before that. And no doubt, Baz and, and Ben Stokes have been just instrumental in, in finding the confidence within their team. So we we are pretty clear on on the way that they're going to play and the way they're going to play against us. We know it's going to be a very attacking style and. Um, I think that will bring excitement into the game as well. So for us, it's about getting really clear on how we can counter that and how we can also throw our, our punches back at them. So test matches are, are a long time. Uh, they, they can go for five days, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to see results in these series. Oh, I'm pretty sure as well, mate. There ain't going to be anything <laughs> left out on the field when these two sides go at it. So let's talk about combinations. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of chat, the combinations that you approach this test match, carrying an extra spin bowler, or do you carry the seam bowlers knowing that who you've got at your disposal? I know you won't share too much, but has that been the forefront of all the conversations? Uh, yeah, I think um, Mount Monganui traditionally is the one of the pitches in New Zealand that turn a lot more than, than other ones do as well. So um, I think there's, uh, there's there's definitely a chance that uh, there'll be a, a spinner involved. I guess for us it's whether there's a second spinner uh, is, is one of the things that we have talked about. So we have that in our squad if, if we go down that line. But um, whatever happens, we're going to have a, a debutante, maybe two within the team as well. And I think that's always exciting for the group as well to to see new people come in and, and pull on that the, the silver fern and represent New Zealand. Hey Gary, hey, just to, I've got a I've got a question for you as a former coach. You know, like, and you get into these situations where you you think that you know you, or you hope that you know what you're doing is right, and you hope you've got the support around you. Gary Gary Stead and his way forward. I, is there something that you can see that you would like to enhance the team and just get your hands on a certain way? Like, is there something out there that you think we can be doing better? Uh, look, I mean, I think you're always trying to find that little X factor and, and little things that, that might make teams better. But I think cricket is so so unique and it's a it's a team sport, but it's the individual performances that, that go to the team that actually get the results for you. So for us, it's really about working with the individuals a lot about... Um, what we can do to enhance their their skill sets, whether it be from a physical or technical or mental sort of point of view, but knowing that the end result still is, and, and I think it's a feature of our what has been the feature of our team for a long time that we we aren't the best players in the world, and we sort of recognise that. But what we can do is we can scrap, we can fight as as hard as we can, and I think that's still the key thing that we we keep searching for those ways that we can do that. Well, someone that loves a fight and a scrap is the none other than Tim Southey, and he's come along a long way. So, tell us about your uh, combination, your your kind of relationship with uh, Tim Southey. It's come along pretty soon into his tenure, but how's he tracking, mate? Yeah, he's going well. I mean, um, it, it's it's again with Kane setting, uh, stepping down before the last Pakistan series, and it just brings a, a little bit of freshness and a few different ideas to the group as well. And Tim. Um, is an aggressive style. He, he loves taking on the fight and often sort of steps forward as that, that first person to do so and getting people to follow him. So that's the way that he will go about it. And, and again, like, like Ben Stokes as well, I think you've got two captains out there who will go head to head with things and, and made, a, made the best man win at the end. 
Yeah, it's going to be a, a, an interesting match-up to boot. And, and just quickly, mate, Kane Williamson, everything's all good. His body's looking good, and, and he's ready to rip in. I'm expecting, and I'm hoping, he's going to put on absolute Kane Williams performance over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're having for a uh, Kane masterclass here at the Mount Monganui. So, um, <laughs> but we, I mean, he's, he's obviously a class player. When you look through the numbers, even though he uh, had a period of time and um, out with his elbow injury, then you're still looking. He's got the best average amongst all players in the world in the last three years, and that's pretty incredible, really. When when he's been through a real sort of injury crisis as well. So, come on. We saw some great glimpses, I think, in Pakistan as well with a double hundred there. So hopefully that's around the corner again. Beautiful, mate. Thank you so much for finding time for us, Gary. Um, we're right behind you on SCNZ. It's going to be a hell of a test match, test series to boot. And uh, we hope that you uh, you and the men can pull off an absolute clinic and send Bears packing, really, with all his pounds. Send him home. He's all right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. I hope you're right, too. <laughs> Cheers, Gary. Awesome. Yeah. Gary Stead, the head coach of the Black Caps, and uh, just a little insight there, their approach heading into the Bay Oval, knowing that the wicket that is on offer there, spin, might be an factor. Maybe taking two spinners in this test match. Mitch Santner, Ishodi, potentially left, right, getting a little bit of turn out there. Ooh, but hey, love that little bit of gravy. Expect one or two debutants to be a part of that side. Nice question, is he? Nice question, getting it out. We like that. I'm good on him for fronting too, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, answering, the, answering the Trent Bolt question was a big one for us. So, uh, like I said, you know, better no no better place to be when you know that you've got the chips the chips in front of you and you've got to go and get them. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows, mate? Do we get do we get the weather pass? Do we does the weather pass and we get this test series played five days? You reckon? I, I hope so. Oh, it was blue, wasn't it, Louis? He said it was blue. That's what, the sun was shining there. That's what he said. That's what he said. It was blue and sunshine. I'm just like, <laughs> good on Gary. Good on Gary, first of all, for taking that question. You're bang on, Kempi. But there's so much going on right now. I kind of had missed the one of the interesting storylines. Ben Stokes versus Tim Southey. Mano oh mano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Skipper on Skipper, two very staunch, proud, tough competitors, is he? That's a good storyline for some entertaining test cricket. Whoever's broadcasting that, get the mics very close to those two mouths because you'll expect fireworks. Honestly, you'll expect fireworks. I love it. And that's that was the kind of um, the question when Tim Southey took over from Kane Williamson, his approach, his aggressive nature to win at all costs. And Gary said it himself, expect the result. Expect the result because both teams are going to go at it and they ain't going to settle for a boring old draw after five days of cricket. Nothing, nothing makes me angry more than a draw after five days of test cricket. But anyway, it's a great game. That was Gary Stead talking all things Black Caps. That game is taking place tomorrow at Bay Oval. Coming up, we're going to chat to Paulie Moati. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.